time I hear this, I think of uh, being in the uh, Southie Boston right here, fucking chilling with Jack Nicholson yeah. <laughs> and Leo. <laughs> Monday? <laughs> yeah. So it was a good day. It wasn't bad. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's your boy Big Tone. Back in the building. Yep. What's up? A little yeah. golf ball drop. <laughs> it's your boy Big Zoe. It's your boy Mike Nice. We had a little a perfect little interruption for <laughs> golf balls for Sports Smarts. Mm-hmm. We're out there. We got our own little driving range in the back. And so we get caught. <laughs> and uh, yeah. It works, it works. Nice little setup, nice little setup. We got a lot of, we got a couple things to talk about. Uh, We're going to definitely start off with a fantasy baseball recap. I'll just start it off and and say, listen, I got completely slaughtered by Mikey. Um, It was a margin of 244 points. Yeah. Sheesh. Smoked, absolutely smoked, bro. He put up 704 points, highest scorer of the week. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of did it. I, I not didn't do it on purpose, <laughs> but I was already winning. But I had an opportunity to grab some people Yeah. in order to push myself over to the end of the week. And so I did it. Bro, that's what it's all about, man. Trust me. I took, I took that on the chin, man. I, I really did. Buxton helped you out. He had like... He had four home runs in two games, man. Like, he was killing it. He was killing it last week. So, I, I get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I get it. I mean, look, at, dude, not for nothing, my best hitter was Juckerson Profar. Like, don't get me wrong. He's he's having a great year. Well, he's having a good year. But that's my highest hitter of the week with Vlad Guerrero on my team. <laughs> I mean, Cody Bellinger. How's he doing? Not good. <laughs> He's yeah. not doing good at all, man. That's it. Hey, Corey Bellinger, step it up for me, buddy. Maybe because you keep calling him Corey. That's why I said yeah. it. It's Cody, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, keep calling him Corey. Like, yeah. Gonna, you, yeah. You no, saw, you saw Corey Seager. Corey yeah, Seager. I Corey Seager. I like that guy. That's what you're getting. Yeah. You know what? That's what you're getting. Maybe it'll play some fire under your ass. Corey, Corey Bellinger. You, you, don't, you don't get the Cody name right now. But yeah, Mikey destroyed me, dude. My pitchers, I lost uh, what's the Walker Bueller from the Dodgers. I lost him, which is like a huge part of my rotation. Wow! But I got Kershaw back. Nice. So happy about that. But Mike, Mikey's team, like I remember beginning of the year, Mikey's like, yo, he's like, I don't, I, I, my team's whatever. He will start off zero and four. He's four and five now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been. I, I should be fucking five and four, but I. But it doesn't matter. You all, everyone makes bad mistakes as a manager, and I yeah. sat people I should have, and I beat Renzo, so that was good. You lost me the first time. Yeah, and you beat me the second. I lost time. everybody the first time, but then when I started beating everybody, you fell in the wrath. It, it happens to the best of us. Highest scoring week, probably now. Like out of the last, out of my wins, most of them are like in the top three. Probably. Which I just been it's because my my hitting all my hitters are fucking top of the home run list. It just happened to be like they just started hitting home runs, 
is really where I'm getting a lot of the points. Facts. I mean, but I mean, they all started, they all woke up. Buxton, Brian Reynolds, I got off free agents. Ketel Marte, I think I got him off free agents. Probably. Um, fucking Wisdom, I got off free agents. He didn't do great, but he's, he gets me solid points when I need it. And Santander. Yeah, kids balling. Let me see. From free agents. I mean, that's why I started. Not that that's not why I started winning, but I added like four. Yeah. Well, five. that is why you started winning, yeah. man. Look you at know. that. Get rid of the uh, the weakest links. Yeah, and then I added a couple pitchers. Why'd you pick up my guy? That was the guy I I took to give Julio? me seven oh four. Julio. Yeah. yeah, he got me thirty five on Sunday. And I, I went I went against <laughs> I went against grabbing so him because I had I already had Kershaw go the day before. They both play for the Dodgers, and I was like, "Yo, I don't know. The Dodgers got a pretty tough, you know. The Giants actually, right? They played the Giants this weekend. I think the Giants won that series. So I was like, do I take the chance? I ended up going. I forgot who I picked up, but it was not the best choice. I, sh- I definitely shouldn't have made that choice. I should have went with this dude. But Mikey just Mikey got he, any like. All week, it was like he was up by 100 or, or less. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it was just like my team didn't do nothing. The pitchers I picked up off free agents to fill up my 12 got scraped, bro. Bad. I lost, but, I mean, my pitchers just underperformed, yo. Mm. Fucking, if you look at that guy, I think he's my highest scorer, Michael Kopech. Kopech? Yeah, the dude from the White Sox? Yeah. yeah. He got 49 for the week for me, right? He's one of my... He's, my highest for the week. He was a two starter. Mm-hmm. His second game, he only pitched, I think, barely an inning. Yeah, because he got hurt. Yeah, and that forty nine points. That would have been another. If he would have killed it, would have been another. Like you know, twenty thirty points right there. Mm-hmm. And this dude with two start only twenty one points. Yeah, Ta- Tyone. Yeah, Look that's that. that's tough. You can't, even, you can't even, do that. Nestor Cortez. Nestor Cortez. Look what he did for me. One and a half fantasy points for the yeah, week. But you know what? Let, let, let's give him. We can give we can give Nestor a little break, dude. Because nah, not one on my fantasy. Team. Well, yeah, okay, I got to that. <laughs> one. I'm saying like he's only had one bad performance so far. This, you know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah. year. But, but that's that, tough because yeah. you're counting on him. Look but, at the guy, Eric. Yeah, Lauer, I'm saying that I Eric Lauer neg- got you negative ten and a half. Ten and a half. So what was your deficit? About fifty six. That's a couple good pitchers. That's my one start or two starts right there. Yeah. Nestor Cortez would have gave me twenty points. 25 yeah, yeah. points, I'm like, what? So you needed 57. You could have easily got 57. You had two two starts. Nesta and Cortez. Nesta Cortez. And then Lauer gave nothing. me negative 10 and a half. So. Yeah. So that's more. Yeah, they just didn't show up. Oh. I forgot they had a game that day. It is what it is. It happens. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Motherfucker. I mean, his pitchers, he had. His pitchers went off. He had a couple. couple good ones. He had no two starts, though. So, yeah, his pitchers, they go off. 43, 47. 32, 38. He has negative seven and a half and negative eight and a half. But that, that's, I mean, one and a half is not much better than zero. No. You know what I mean? Like, for oh, a yeah. But, but yeah. Not nah, Justin's team is on fire, man. He's four game win streak. Yeah. The third highest scorer in the league. I think Justin's beating me twice already now. Let's see. From what I got here, there's three teams that are six and three Justin, Tech, and Evan. I think Tech has five hundred uh five thousand five hundred and fifteen and a half points. 
and I think Evan has uh, 5,510 and a half. Yep, and then Renzo's got 5,505 and a half. So it goes by fives. Got you. Five, 15, 10, 5, and then I'm behind Renzo now, 5482. Which I was like at the bottom. And now I'm back. Now I'm at number four. Renzo, they have you. They had you ranked not great last time. But I think he was further up than that. I thought they had you down, and I. But they're not. They're not showing you you love in the rankings. Yeah, we mentioned a couple times that you. We know you weren't going to be too happy about that. Mm-hmm. Number four still makes playoff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I need to go on a little run here. So, I mean, it's like, it's really going to be probably a fight between me and Tone, I think. They were both four and five. Unless, like, somebody really slips and goes on a losing streak. It's going to be, it's going to be me trying to fight. It's me and Ren, me and Tone trying to fight for whoever's going to be in that four spot by the end of the, by the end of the season. Yeah. So, Renzo, don't fall in that four spot because me and Tony are going to have to try and get you. Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you. I'm pretty sure, though, if we all have the same record, it just goes by who has the most points. Yeah, division points, I think. Which I'm hoping you get third. Then it'll be me and Renzo. I mean, me and Tone fighting for the four spot. It's not you. That'd be nice. But I'm I'm come creeping up, dude. If I keep getting these fucking 700-point fucking... uh, so yeah. like runs, runs I got a number of first runs scored. Home runs I got most home runs. Ribbies I'm two in ribbies, and K's it's <clears throat> not my pitchers. See, it's not my pitchers aren't doing great, but home runs number one, and ribbies number two, and runs scored number one, and I'm ranked seven. Come on, I'm ranked six. Man, Come on, man. am I? You know, Vlad Guerrero's having a good day today. Oh, good. Very good. Not too many streaks. Nah, Justin's killing Just it. Just Justin on a streak. I'd I be mean, on a, I should. There, there is a pretty interesting streak at the bottom of that list there. Let's <laughs> just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty, uh, that gets an award, I think, right there. We should have asked him the other day about it. That's true. We were going to have him on. Yeah. Uh, he'll be here Friday. He'll be here Friday, so we get to ask him. Set your lineup once, but now it's too, not too late, but. Who's he got? Who's he playing up now? He's he probably going to play up. He like, can still play spoiler. He can play spoiler for a lot of people. But let's see who's he. See, look now he's got to play tech. Which even if he set his lineup, he's probably not going to beat him. Next week is is who? You. So that's again. That's nah, not looking good for me. Even if he tried really hard, so it's like it's almost, not that it's too late. But even now, he kind of only he kind of lost all the people that he had a chance to beat. Me yeah. in the beginning, uh, Troy, not Troy, but like the, all the people at the bottom. He already faced them, I think. So, yeah, I think so. So it's gonna be now. He has to climb up all the fucking. He's got to climb up the fucking ladder. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a very tough battle. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> hey, not, yeah. not, not ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So. That, that's pretty much our fantasy baseball recap of last week. I'm sorry I want to move on from it. I'm just No, that's it. I think that's pretty I'm, much it. I'm embarrassed, and I'm probably going to get embarrassed again this week too, but we'll see what happens. Uh, try to jinx me over there. <laughs> against Rob? 
He's facing, he's facing I'm, me. I'm facing Oh, Randall, you were, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's trying to jinx me over there. Hey, and who, oh, I'm versus, and I'm versus Justin, so yeah. it's a big week for me. Yeah, you we need to take him down. I yeah. need to take, I need to take Renzo out, and you need to take I'll Justin ask, out. I might have to ask you. And then we'll all be the same. No, I, no I'll, me and Mike, Mikey and I are four and five. So then all three of us will be the same. Justin, six and three. Justin will have to lose next week and the week after. Yeah, yeah well, he's going to face me, then oh, he already faced you. Then he's, so I don't know. Yeah, I think Evan Tech could beat him. Yeah, I think so. I think Ev's team, Ev is stacked. But he's gonna pitchers. have to face fucking Sid again. Oh, I face Sid I, in three I, weeks. I beat, I beat Evan. You beat him, right? I don't nice. know. I think so. I don't know. I'm talking he's got two right losses, now. so he I had to lose twice yeah. to somebody. He lost to, um, ju- he, he just lost, lost to once. Tech. He just lost to Tech. And to me, because Tech just got six eighty eight. But all mm. right. We'll see. We'll talk a little bit more about yeah. that on Friday. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Yankees? That's what we want to talk about? Cause these guys absolute. put on a show. A absolute show this weekend playing <laughs> the Chicago Cubs. They they outscored the Cubs this weekend twenty eight to four. Eleven home runs in three games. Put up 18 on him yesterday. Matt Carpenter, I just got to give that man a round of applause. The first Yankee ever to hit six home runs in his first 10 at-bats. Beautiful. That's all he has, 10 at-bats? In his first 10 at-bats, yep. What? Yeah, hold on. Oh, he has more than 10 at-bats. Yeah, but in his first 10 at-bats. Crazy. I don't know. Is that, is that true? Crazy. Is no, that's that crazy. Oh, that's that's a, true. Yeah, it that's is. crazy. That is, that is crazy. That's fucking nuts. That's straight from, that's straight from the Yes Network, dogs. <laughs> I believe it, but now he's now he's a accumulated 24 at-bats, <laughs> which is still nothing. So, But that's amazing. Six home runs. And five of them have been at home. 24 at-bats, 8 hits, 1 double, 6 home runs, 13 ribbies. That's nice. That's He's on fire, dude. Huge pickup. I love it. Um, the other thing I thought... Not to pick him up off free agent. Nah, he's, he just doesn't play every day, though. That's the thing. He's not an everyday, everyday yeah. guy. But I think Sleepers, I think right dude. now he he might be. Sleepers, dude. I got dude. the team full of sleepers. I think there's a chance that he could be. Because I don't know about uh, Josh Donaldson too much. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Yo, the homemade salsa? <coughs> he says that he's only good because of homemade salsa. I think it's the stash, dude. The womb broom. That's what I think. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, Matt Carpenter. I love it. The other thing I thought that was really interesting, I was uh, I saw today that the S Network uh, put out stat-wise was uh, the 2022 Yankees, uh, fewest runs allowed through the first 60 games. They've let, They've only let up 180 runs. The last Yankee team to do – there's two Yankee teams to give up uh, in the 180s. Uh, 1919, they gave up 186 games through 60 – or, excuse me, 186 runs through the first 60. 1958, they gave up 188. 1942, they gave up 190. And then in 1917, they gave up 192 runs. So those are their best seasons through 60 uh, – the best through 60 run like giving up runs. 
Stuff, but that's against only Yankee, like Yankee history, not like against the MLB. Yeah, no, this is Yankee history. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yankee history. That's good. Is there, where can I look, is there like a stat for that on here, on MLB? I mean, SPN for runs allowed and stuff? Yeah, there should, I would think there should be. Is that on here? You have to go to like pitching probably. Pitching? Yeah, definitely. If you just go to the bottom of the list and you can see all the totals. Like runs. So, earned runs bad. is right there. Right here? Earned runs, ER. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go down. I think but that's not, that's, that's not all. That's not all the runs scored on them. That's only earned runs scored. Oh, true. You know what I mean? Runs allowed. But whatever. Just what I wanted to say, but never mind. My well, bad. If you, can you scroll over? They might. Nah. Nah. I tried. Nah. Yeah, I look. Uh, you might have to go to baseball reference. Word. I'll find it. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready, buddy. Yeah, I'm uh I'm pumped, man. The Yankees are hitting the ball well. Lots of home runs. <laughs> Lots of home runs. It's exciting, man. It's it's I'm actually I don't want to say surprised, but I'm hoping that it just could stay this, you know, keep it going, you know, yeah. stay consistent. Absolutely. You know, still a lot of baseball left. Yeah. They're winning a lot of games. They're playing really well. The pitching rotation is looking good. Our bats are on fire. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I think if we, we just got to stay consistent and stay healthy. You know, like any team at this point, you got to stay healthy. It's the only way you're going to win. I think Donaldson's going to come around, like you were saying. I hope. I hope so, man, because if he doesn't, Matt Carpenter should definitely be out there. Yeah. You know, that's my opinion. Yeah, I could see that too, though. Oh, yeah, I found it. What you got? How many runs allowed? 180. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. It's the the 180. That's that's what they're at now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the lowest runs allowed ever was 270. It's showing right there, right? Yeah, that was in 2020. Yeah, what? Crazy. So they could break a record. They could break a couple records this year, possibly. Damn. Look at the attendance record, though. 1968. Look, 1957. 1.4 million. Mickey Mantle was playing then. And the pitcher was, oh, wow. Dude. 1.4. Look at this. Oh, 94. That makes sense. Damn. Nine, 1946, 2.2 million people in attendance at the game. There's only fucking 2.2 million people in the whole New York City at that time, dude. <laughs> For real. And the whole New York State. The whole state was there. That's nuts. That's insane. Another... 76, 78, 2.3, but 46, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, here you go. Three point, how? Oh, an attendance, that is not attendance. I mean, people watching the game yeah, throughout the, I would obviously, think. I not can't, attendance. Yeah, but but still, that's, how could you get 46? No, not yeah, because it only fits 50,000, but yeah. how could you get 
2.2 million people to watch it no, in 1946 just, at the radio? That shit says attendance. <laughs> yeah, I know. That doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't get that one. No, it's not attendance because they're all over. Yeah, ridiculous. Very, very ridiculous numbers here. <laughs> I would think back in the oh, day. Oh, maybe for the full, the whole entire oh, season. season. Overall. There we go. I'm about to say. That makes sense. We're done. Bottom of the ninth. The Yankees are down. Three to two. Mickey Mantle comes up to the bat. There's 2.2 million people in attendance. It's nuts. I've never seen anything like it. Hey, can you imagine? That was cool. yeah, <laughs> you great. fucking imagine that? that? Great. 2.2 million people in attendance. <laughs> I didn't even know there was that many people in New York. It's crazy. It's madness. That would be insane. Dude, can you fucking imagine, dude? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, so like I was saying, they have a, a chance to break a couple records this year. Um, you know, right now I believe they're on pace to win 119 games, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. And then the other thing that I was reading, um, so they were talking about home runs, like in a season, team home runs. Uh, 307 and 306 are the highest since 2019. The Twins had 307 and we had 306. In 2019. So, right now, I believe we're at 98 home runs as a team. Hmm. And that's a little, that's 60 games in. Do we, do we have a chance to break that record? I mean, here's what I was thinking. Before you answer that question. Judge has 24. Rizzo has 15. Stanton has 13, and Glaber Torres has 12. <laughs> wow. So those guys alone right there are a major asset for the home run department. You got a couple other guys coming on. You know, Joey Gallo, we already know his story, home runner strikeout, or laser beam off the wall. Carpenter, balling. Trevino stepping up. DJ LeMayhew, not really a big home run hitter, but he's got five. He's got five right now. All right, yeah. he'll, he'll start warming up. He'll Higgy up. put his first two in the in the seat in the seats yesterday. He had a two. He had two. Nice. Well, the, not for nothing. The last one he hit was like a thirty-five mile an hour pitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. they brought in position players at that point. Dude threw the. It was like a straight meatball, bro. Like it was like a softball pitch. That's what it looked like, but overhanded. <laughs> he crushed it. He absolutely crushed the ball. But yeah, do you think... Dude, that, I saw that. Yo, you, what was that about? What was that about? The Yankees were winning 18 to like four at that point. So there was like, we're not going to waste any of our pitchers. We're just going to bring in a position player. To pitch to the Yankees? Yeah. <laughs> they're get, they were getting beat that bad. Yeah. Did you see the Yankees' Twitter clap back? So uh, uh, Wait, uh, what is the guy? Because I want to show Renzo that home run. Oh, it was... Um, yeah, I think I saw it, but yeah. Just type in uh, Higgy... Yankees uh, home run. I forgot the guy who pitched for the Cubs. I forgot his name. <laughs> there it is. Coverage cam. And what we're watching on the coverage cam is Frank Swindell, a position player coming into pitch. But he's throwing, for like, that's like right there. Now that's the like 40. That's in the 40s. Is you have to have a deficit 40, 50. Of six that's probably 50 miles more. an hour. Before you could bring that's in 35. a position player. See the difference? And, uh, that was kind of unveiled a week or so ago. He gave up Dave two Roberts home runs to bring in pitching. a position player. 
Higashioka, did he get it? That was good. Oh man, that's fucking. To put him up eighteen four, that's insane. Yeah, dude, ninety five mile an hour uh, velocity rate, three hundred seventy six feet. He hit his first home run of the season. So that was his second home run. He's got two on the year. He hit them both yesterday. Nice. The first one he got into the dugout, the game, the silent treatment. And he like stopped. He was like, What? Like, what do you like, what do you mean? Like, and then they all like gave up. You know, that's like a thing whenever like a rookie hits his first home run or somebody hits their first home run. Yeah. Every clubhouse pretty much like ignores them yeah, when they get into the dugout. Yeah, they're like, fuck this guy. Like, and then he's yeah. like, You see one, some guys react to it and they're like air high five in the air and like Ah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Other yeah. guys are just laughing, and then they just like yeah. they threw ice on them or something yesterday. It was awesome. It was That's good to sick. see that. Yo, it's good to see your like. Listen, it's good to see your favorite team playing fucking amazing baseball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, they're off to a very very hot start. So, what do you think? Do you think they could break? A, do you think they could win 119 games? And B, do you think they could break the home run single season record as a team? I don't know about 119. Over 100 for sure. I could see that. 119, I'm not too sure. When it comes to the home runs, I think they could do that. I think they could beat it. I agree because because I feel like there's a lot of people that we have on that team that are underperforming right now, and once those like once it starts coming around, even Hotter weather out there, yo. They're gonna get hot. Those bats are gonna get hot, man. And DJ LeMayo could be like a twenty home run guy. Absolutely. Donaldson's like a twenty to like twenty five. Even you know he gets, he could get up there. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I expect Rizzo and Stan to be like around the thirties or even more, or Rizzo to be close to that. And this dude, a Judge, should be. I don't know. If, I don't know if he'll. I think he'll slow down, but I think he'll be around in the you know forties yeah, or more. I don't. They're saying that he's going to be on. He's on pace right now to hit to hit sixty six, which yeah, would be but, fucking amazing. But yeah. let's, let's be realistic. It's, yeah, he's on a slow. Remember, down. we looked. I think at the stat and forty plus home runs doesn't like doesn't come very often. Yeah, we were looking at that. It's yeah, far so that's good. That's good. I mean, the way I look at it is like, yo, if he hit, if he's hitting twenty four through the third, like one third of the season. You know, obviously everybody goes through their, their little slumps. That's that's gonna happen no matter what. So look, I uh, like seeing this stats over here. Yeah. Look dude. at these stats. Ninety eight home runs on the year so far. Those leading in home runs. The Mets are leading in batting average. Love it. The re- Yankees yeah. in the wins. Mets are second. Earned run average. Yankees. Mets runs bet RBIs. They have three the Mets have three hundred and one. We have two ninety. That's why the Dodgers have two ninety as well. The Mets are leading in hits. That's crazy. Strikeouts were tight. Yeah. Their three were four. That's good to see New York baseball like this. You yeah, know? I dude, like this. It's a fun time, dude. This is a really fun times. And the one thing that's crazy about the Mets, and we're going to talk about them uh, next, but I wanted to answer that question. I agree with you. I don't think the Yankees win 119 games. I totally win in 100 games. Mm-hmm. But I think, like everything, something has to, something will happen. To change it for so I don't I'd say probably 
I could say anywhere from like God bless you, uh, one hundred and one to one hundred and nine, maybe one hundred and seven. I'll be a little bit more. I, mean, yeah. I think they go in between one hundred and one and one hundred and seven games. Yeah, I can see that. I think so. Just being trying to be realistic. Obviously, I would love for them to see one nineteen, but I say uh, anywhere from one hundred and one to one hundred and seven, and totally agree with the home run. I think they could beat that because, like you said, there's a couple guys that haven't gotten really hot yet. Aaron Hicks could hit. T- Aaron Hicks as an everyday player could definitely hit twenty home runs. Yeah, I, like DJ Lemayhew, same thing. He could hit twenty home runs. Glaber's looks like he's on pace to get you about thirty. So you know what I mean. Like Anthony Rizzo should get you twenty no matter what. Gene Carlo definitely. Like all these guys are more than capable of doing it. So I totally think they can break. Uh, I mean, listen, they put up three hundred and six in twenty nineteen. I think we go. I think we go to a nice three ten. <laughs> That's what I think. That'd be nice. Yeah. So, the Mets, right? We want to talk about the Mets real quick, how good they're doing. Shout out to the Mets. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. So, this is an interesting stat about the Mets right now. Uh, The Mets led the NL East when Scherzer hit the IL on May 18th. They were up by six games. Uh, Now, the Mets lead... By five and a half games without Scherzer or DeGrom. And it's been almost a month since Scherzer's been out. That's crazy. That's impressive, man. They haven't really changed much. Carrasco's been killing it for them. A lot of their players have been killing it for them. Pete Alonso, McNeil. Pete Alonso's having a pretty good year, man. 18 homers, 57 RBIs, batting 284. McNeil's batting 320 with 66 hits, most most hits on the team, if I'm not mistaken. Uh Uh-huh. And what's this guy, uh, Mark uh, Canna? Canna? He's batting two ninety nine with a three seventy five on base percentage. Huh. Uh, it's 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 good. To, like I can't you know echo Renzo enough on this one, man. It's good to see New York baseball on both sides, like killing it. It's amazing Scotty to Marte. see. It. Yeah, he's crushing it too, man. Escobar, Lindor's been you yeah. know coming around. It's only a matter of time, dude. Yeah. Only a matter of time. I'm pumped, dude. I'm pumped to see how it all plays out. Ha! Who? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Sing it again. <laughs> Has anybody got the over under? Nobody's hit me up about it. Maybe they haven't listened to the episode yet, but I, I, I want you know. I think we went with what eight as the over under. Does he have? Does he say it more than eight times or under eight times? If you listen to the war episode, please message us on Instagram. I think he says it. I think he says it seven times. Seven? Okay, so Mikey got the under. Uh, I got the under on that. You got the under? Yeah, yeah. I got the over. Yeah. I think I'm going with the over. I'm gonna say a solid ten. Nice double-digit number. I'm going to go with a solid 10. I'm not going to ruin it because I, I've listened, so I'm just saying. I'm, that's my, I'm not, I'm not going to ruin it. But I'm going with a solid 10. You got seven each over here. We got the under. I like it. Hey, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But that's my initial. That was my initial go that, from was, the, the episode. Because I said five, and you are like, no, eight. I was like, eight, at least eight, eight or ten, yeah. And so then we put the, we put the over-under at eight. Yeah, so I will have five. I would have still. I would have picked the over though. Oh, absolutely. So eight is probably better. 
Definitely. I think it was a fair I think it was a fair starting point to say the least. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Mets. Um that, that, hey, like I said, good time to be a New York baseball fan. I got no I got no beef with the Mets. Nope. Keep doing your thing. Buck Sherwalter's the man. Coach the Yankees. I have no I have no beef with Buck. And uh the guys really seem to like him out there and he seems to be having some fun. So I think that's dope to see. So shout out to them. Shout out to the Mets. Keep up the good work. I want to see you in the Subway Series. Mm. Oof. That guy. That guy. So, the next topic I want to uh, go into, because we did talk a little bit about this play last week, uh, the Tony LaRusso calling the intentional walk. You know, we said that it was a stupid-ass move. dumb, Very, very dumb move. He saw nothing wrong with it. The next series, they were playing the... Texas Rangers and the entire stadium broke out with a fire Tony chant. <laughs> I mean, Sucks. dude, I was looking at like their numbers, right? So their, their record is 27 and 31 mm-hmm. as of today. I don't think they play today. So 27 and 31, their third place in the AL central behind the Minnesota twins who were leading and the Cleveland guardians. Close. I think it, the Guardians are three games out, and I believe they're six games back. So there's a three-game gap between them and Cleveland. That's not even that bad. No. So I looked up, like, all right, what's their story? Like, what's their batters looking like? What's the problem out there? Mind you, Tony LaRusso's an old man, but he's coached some great teams. Yeah. He's a hell of a ball player in his day as well, but he's coached some really good Cardinals teams. Like, Tony LaRusso's a well-respected coach, I would think, in the league, you know? Um, so I looked at like let's see what their batters are like. So their their top batter is hitting two seventy six, and that's uh, Luis Robert. He's batting two seventy six. Andrew Vaughn, the White Sox we're talking. This about is the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Andrew Vaughn, twenty seven RBIs, team leader, twenty seven RBIs. Wow. Jake Berger, Jake's way back Berger. <laughs> Eight home runs, leading the team. Now, these are all the people that are leading the team in these categories. Tim Anderson, 58 hits. That's not bad. The top the top leader in the Mets is 66 with Jeff McNeil. So, it's not a bad area. You're not too far off. And then Jose Abreu, his on-base percentage is 351. Not bad. Should be better. Abreu is not a bad ball player. He can definitely hit the ball. So, I... I do we really blame Tony Larusa for them underperforming? For them underperforming, like sound like they suck. It just sounds like these. Do- yeah, <laughs> I think, in my opinion, I think Tony Larusa should go. I think he's a little old. There's really no need for him to go ahead and continue coaching. He's not Dusty Baker. I think Dusty Baker can pull it off because Dusty Baker is. In my opinion, the man. I love Dusty Baker. He's an old man as well, but their pitching isn't doing that great. They got some injuries. They're underperforming. But I believe that Tony LaRusso should have retired. After he left St. Louis, why? why? What else do you have to prove? You got two rings out there as, as a coach. Mm. I think he's got one with them as a player as well, if I'm not mistaken. I know he's got a ring as a player, but I can't remember what team. But, like, yo, there's no reason for you to be coaching anymore. Go do what Joe Torre did. Go work for the MLB. 
You know, be in the, the Players Association or something. Or go something. Just stop coaching. Because you know who I think would be a good fit for them? Personally, like, if, if they do fire Tony Russo, excuse me, Tony LaRusso, I would go out and get Joe Girardi, to be completely honest with you. I, Joe Girardi's not a bad coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think he was in a bad situation out there. I know, you know, Tech was mentioning, and you were saying, he doesn't have good, like, communication skills with his team. He's kind of a hard ass. But, like, look at him. He was, like, a hard ass when he played for the Yankees, when he played, and then he coached. So, I think Tony LaRusso needs to retire. It's not his fault his guys are underperforming, but I think he's, he's it's time to go. Yeah, it might be. It definitely might be time to go. I mean, there's no explanation of why. I understand, if, even if it was a bad coach, why this team is <laughs> slacking <laughs> so much, though. Eight home runs as your leader. <coughs> so that's that's what crazy, I'm saying, man. 27 RBIs. That's nuts. It doesn't make any sense. Tim Anderson does have a 356 average, though. And then it drops to 285 below that. Well, the one guy is 290, but he only plays half the games. Yeah. Well, so I guess that's you could count that, too. In, all, in all fairness, the only reason why Tim, and, Tim Anderson has the 356 average and it hasn't changed because he's hurt. Oh, okay. So that's why they have. Luis Robert up there because he's an active player. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, but like, yep. So I yeah. agree. It's still other guys. Still, it's still they're not great. No, nah. two eighty-five, two seventy-six. Well, because those guys don't have too yeah, many. Tim Anderson's probably Tim is probably the best player on, on that team. Yeah, for sure. By far, I see what you're saying. They don't have as many games played as any of them. I feel like the coaching game across all sports is going younger. Changing of the guards. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I look at it. I think it's becoming a young man's sport. Football, we see a lot of young coaches in football now. Ba- basketball, we see a lot of young coaches. In yeah. baseball, you're starting to see a lot of young coaches, like guys that play in the league, like Aaron Boone. And you know what I'm saying? Like, Girardi's still young. He's not the young, he's not a spring chicken, but he's not Tony LaRusso or Joe Madden. No. So what do you think? You think I'm I'm wrong for that? You think- no, I don't think you're wrong for that. I agree with you, because I I don't really see it being his fault either why they're underperforming. But yeah. the chemistry's not there anymore. You lost a fan base. Yeah, it's it's like literally like when the st- fan starts cheering something like that and chanting it and going nuts with it. Like, come on, like there's no really okay. turning back from that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you you, exactly. you got to just kind of be like, all right, you know what? If this is not my spot. I gotta go. You know, you I know, mean, you could try to stay stick around and prove them wrong and shit, but it's just at that age, I would just say, yeah, all right, whatever, fuck y'all. You got nothing left to accomplish, man. Like, in <laughs> that team, if honestly, if that team is going to be going through a rebuild process, they got to take a look at their front office as well. You know, take a look at your ownership, take a look at your general manager, and really make that choice. Like, yo, are we going to go through a rebuild process? Or are we trying to win right now? Because a lot of those teams in that division, the AL Central, they went through a rebuild process, are currently going through a rebuild process, and some of them are starting to pay off. Minnesota, remember how I said, yo, they're the biggest surprise for me this year? The Twins. The Twins? They're the biggest surprise for me this year, and that they're going to be tough? I was looking at um, this sports writer that I follow for baseball, and he was like, yo, they're the biggest frauds this year. 
Minnesota. He's like, don't fall for it. He's like, they're the biggest frauds. So in my head, I was like, if they're the biggest frauds, is Cleveland the biggest frauds as well? Because I think personally that Minnesota has a not a better pitching. Mm, Minnesota has more batters. You know what I'm saying? I think they have better. I think they have better batters than who? Than uh, the Twins have better batters than the uh, Guardians. Yeah, I think so. And they're the top two teams in that division. When usually it's the Twins and the White Sox. Who's Cleveland have? Cleveland has Ramirez or Jose, right? They got that dude Stephen Kwan, the little uh, Asian cat that started off the season hot. They don't really have yeah. any like big big names. Kwan Kwan hasn't been performing that much. Not like that he did when yeah. he started. Slowed down a lot. Yeah, let's see. I mean, they got the pitching. Yeah, they got pitching. Jose Ramirez, Jose Ramirez he leads yeah. in pretty much everything. Am I seeing that correctly? <clears throat> 16 homers, 59 RBIs. He has 1,000, yeah, OPS. Killing it. (laughs) He leads in everything. My bad. I could have showed you just the... Nah, so just showed you right at the top. He's batting 292, 16 bangers, <laughs> 59 RBIs, he's 389 on base percentage, and 61 hits. He's the best player on that team, and he got paid to be out there. Yeah. But if you look at their pitching, I think that's where it gets a little – that's where they're better. Cleveland and then Minnesota, I believe. Their pitching is better. I think Minnesota has bigger bats. Buxton, Correa, even though I fucking hate that dude. They have the guy. Correa. We got my boy uh, uh, Areas too. Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez plays for Minnesota. Oh yeah, he does. Gio Urshela. I think they were part of the uh, the Nestor Cortez deal. Yeah. I don't know. I think Minnesota could be the real deal. They're, we always end up playing them in the wild card. They always end up getting the wild card spot. They, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't think they're a fraud. I don't think so. Fucking killing these man, three fifty, dude. Jeez, that's my guy. Yo. Just, just let you know. They're killing it. He's killing. It. He's having a hell of a year. Sixty six hits. Batting three fifty nine. Look at Byron Buxton, 17 dingers. Polanco has 33 RBIs. See, that's, to me, that's a little troubling. That your highest has, uh, your highest uh, runs batted in is 33. You know, Buxton should, off 17 homers, Buxton, I mean, he's about halfway. But, like, I think he should have way more than 30. Maybe there's a lot of solo shots. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. I think in his last... Yeah, his slugging is a five eighty with seventeen with seventeen home runs. But does a if there's people on does that does that help with slugging or just for you about how about how many bases you go? It's uh, a good question. Well, I won't. Yeah, because I don't know that. I was just thinking, if there's people on base, does that help with your slugging, or is that a different stat? I think that's a different stat. Uh, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the war on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. There it is. <laughs> Look at the war on that guy. 
But would you, wouldn't you feel like his slugging percentage should be higher with 17 home runs than 580, or is that high? Well, I think it also takes into play how many hits he's getting on top of it. So if he's a guy that's just hitting the fucking dingers all day and then he doesn't get, like, you know, base hits here and there, that takes effect to it, too. Because yeah. uh, what does he have? He has, he has 39 hits. Who has the Can you go back up? So the highest on the team is 66, right, for hits? So he's <coughs> look, look where he's ranked in hits. He has average stinks. Yeah. 231, I think. But or something. What is it? What really helped him was that he, he hit two home runs in each in back-to-back games. But they were uh, one of them was a solo shot, and the other one was a three-run three shot. And that was against the Yankees. And then literally the next night, he did the same thing against Tampa, if I'm not mistaken, or the next day. So I, I don't know, man. I think the White Sox thought the Twins weren't going to be as good as they are. And that's what's really fucking up the White Sox. Like, isn't that kind of funny that Buxton and uh, Arias got different stats, but they're both at a 1.9 war? Damn, thank you, damn you, Nikki. And now I'm going to keep talking about war. Yeah. Look at that. Jeez. That's just to show you, I guess. That's how they got the. Sammy, he has three home runs, and his slugging bridge set is just 435. Yeah. He has 17 home runs. His slugging is 580. Yeah. So I feel like it should be higher. But. Yeah. All right, we'll see, man. I don't know. That central division is always tricky. Maybe but. hits, maybe hits, too. Play a big <coughs> Just straight up hits because he only has 39 hits. Yeah, because he has eight doubles and Correa has 10 doubles. No. Right. Oh, but his hits he doesn't his it's average things though. How many yeah. home uh how many home runs does Correa have? Five? Yeah. Nineteen RBIs? What's his batting average? Three oh three? Yeah. Okay. Slugging four sixty five. I was gonna talk some shit, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that dude. Yeah. I think a lot of people hate that guy, but he's nice. Stay the fuck out of New York, sucker. Talk about our biracial angel the way that you do. Motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the thing with Tony La Russa. That's really when I wanted to, like, end baseball on. Because, dude, we've already seen three. We've seen two coaches get fired. And those team goes on. Uh, the Angels came out of their losing streak. Philly won nine in a row. So, they're, like, nine and one in their last ten games since firing Joe Girardi. So, it's like seems to be, like, is that a trend or is that... What, what, yeah. what we thought, like, oh, People they, haven't been doing it enough. Where, like, if the coach isn't clicking, they're not getting rid of them. Now they are showing, if you get rid of them, get a new guy who's clicking, yeah. it, it positively affects the team. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what they're probably thinking. I mean, it's definitely showing in a positive fashion, but it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, it gives you, I guess, yeah, because it's putting fire under your tail to do better at that point. You want to prove that you can win. Like, you want, you like your... Interim coach, like, what is it, Phil Nevin for the Angels? Yeah, I think I'm about to go fucking try to be a coach for the MLB. Whoa. Do it, dude. Yeah. And then they can fucking help me settle my lineups every day to beat you guys. Yeah, you can't play fantasy if you're a coach. Who says? The MLB. I'm going to say it's a different email. (laughs) It's a different email? (laughs) Yeah, I'd make like a... I'd make like... (laughs) Gotta get a fake identity. Yep. (laughs) Can't even do it as yourself, dude. You get a fake email, but then you sign up with your real name and shit. <laughs> <laughs> be like, dude, what? Yo, I can't lie. I'd be on some Pete Rose shit if I was a coach. 
I'd be on some Pete Rose shit for sure. Uh, that would suck. Bet on my team to win. Like, what am I doing? They're just I'm hitting just the ball. Like, I'll just tell my wife to That's bet. That's what I always thought. But right? Supposedly like, he didn't do that. Nah, he. <laughs> yo, Pete, I love Pete Rose, man, but he was on some shit. I love the guy, but he'll be a Hall of Famer one day. I hope. He should. They put him and Barry Bonds on the same ticket. Absolutely. I'd vote for both of them. I thought, can you only vote for one, though? No. You, Isn't that how it works? Or no? You get on there once and then you. Or, you well, I don't think. Up and up yeah, and up. I don't think Barry Bonds is going to be on it ever again. There's somebody that I was think. On I think. I think he just lost his. He's chance. off. Right. Like, yeah. He's off again now. You can only. So no, that's you, it. You sucks, like, which sucks. He he deserves it, man. I think it's up to three times. But you can is be on Barry the Bonds? ballot over. So. You can be on the ballot over and over and over. Like they put you on, then you lose over and only so many times, and then you get taken off, right? I think that's how it works. Look it up. Let's look it up real yeah, quick. Because that, that is it interesting kind of stinks that they do that, but there's a lot of people that should be in the Hall of Fame that are not in the Hall of Fame. I agree. All right, let's see. Look at those gents. Saw those dudes, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> what did Leon say? He's like, that's the times when they were saying, the ladies were saying, boop, boop, be doop, or Betty Boop, or something. <laughs> uh, voting rules. It's, like it's when they call the ladies toots. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, uh, Leon. Oh, uh, Leon, yeah. Yo, Mikey. Curb enthusiasm, right? Yeah. Y'all don't fuck with Curb. Y'all don't fuck with us. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <coughs> Excuse me. Ozuna went off for you today. My guy. Let's see. Candidates must remain on the ballot if named on at least 5% of ballots cast. That was, that was 79. Yeah. Looks like it's the last time it's been updated that way, no? Yeah. A player must have been active during a 15-year period to, to pri- prior to election. Uh, okay. Candidates eligible for future elections if named on 5% of ballots cast in preceding election. That was 85. Of two preceding elections. So now they're, keep, now they're saying you can keep going for two more. Oh, the five-year rule. Okay, that makes sense. The five-year rule. It's Thurman Munson. Five-year rule was not waived immediately after Thurman Munson's death. Munson appeared on the 81 ballot from 46 to 53. There was a one-year rule. That's crazy. That's pretty wild, too. Dude, look at it in 62. You had to be in the league for 20 years. Had to be active in the league for 20 years. It's fucked up. Dude, look at six. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would hate dude. to be a player doing during that time. <laughs> Yo, imagine you're playing from 1960 to 1990. Like, <laughs> it's the impossible. Fuck? That's what I'm saying. It's like, impossible, dude. The fuck? There's no way. You're 50 <laughs> Yo, years look, old. A player must have been active during a 30-year period prior to election. No, I think they mean 30 years prior to being put on the ballot. That's what it's got to be. There's no way it's their career is 30 years. It's Unless they consider coaching. No, it's like, I think it means like, if say, if they retire in 68, they and it, they, it needs to, it can't be 
2000. They can't be put on the ballot in 2000. Ah, uh, I see what you're that's, saying. That's 40 years past. Yeah. It's got to be th- only 30 years. You know what I mean? It can oh. only be 30 years past their day they stopped playing. I understand. Like, you know what I mean? So that makes sense. So if they haven't made the ballot in 30 years, then they can't make, put, be put on the ballot ever. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what it sounds like to me. But, and then... And that's why it's important to be getting put back on the ballot every year once you're on it. Because once you're taken off, I think you're done. At least, I think. I think that's how the NFL works. Hold on. Hold on, wait. What does it say from 84? Oh, shit. Damn it. I want to go there, dude. I've never been to the Hall of Fame. Managers and umpires with 10 or more major league seasons and retired for at least five years. Candidates who are 65 years or older are eligible six months following retirement. Hmm. Okay, let's see. This is really interesting, actually. So, you want to read it? Any part of it? Or I don't want me to read it. You can read it. Yeah, you can read. What does it say about uh, the voting? Yeah. It says, the committee shall consider all candidates and voting shall be based upon the individual's record, ability, integrity, sportsmanship, character, and contribution to the game. And then it says, right to votes are not permitted. Uh, All candidates receiving votes on at least 75% of ballots cast will earn election. And then, I don't know, I don't see where it says... Wait, go go down, go down. Okay. It was saying at that same spot where you were reading. Yeah, yeah. Go up. Um, you were, what, what? What were you reading again? Oh no, go down. Yeah, go down a little bit. Oh yeah, right. No, no, go down again. Oh, right here, my bad. Yeah, voting. Yeah. Yeah, but that's for. And it says That's for uh, ERA though Electors may vote for zero Oh here Zero Three I was like so thinking about candidates. baseball God damn it And the contemporary baseball though. <laughs> 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 I was like wait This shit don't make no sense uh, uh, Players Contemporary baseball Era non-players A classic baseball era election Right and votes are not permitted <laughs> Alright well then I know what to do. I think I think See, you're right then. See what I'm saying? Why do you think I got confused? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, but it's no, bit, no. I think I think you're right though, no? Like that uh you only get like three chances. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you only get like, three chances or some shit like that. To try to get in. three strikes. <laughs> oh look right there. The first question right there, Mikey. That's right here. Doesn't really answer the question. I think right here. In 2014, the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum amended the election rules. Going forward, the maximum years of consideration for a player who meets that criteria is now 10 years. So after 10 years, after you retire, if you don't make it, you never make it. Sheesh. Is that what I think? Is that? I I feel like that's what it is, but it sucks. That sucks. Yeah, that's shitty. 
You better be really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you have maybe it's you have to have played ten seasons in order to be considered. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, like we said, Barry Bonds, Pete Rose, they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. For sure. For sure. Oh, yeah, right there says it. Ten times without being elected, he's dropped from future ballots. Sheesh. That's got to be terrible. That's got to be a horrible feeling. Like, yo, I've been on the ballot ten times and never made it into the Hall of Fame. Like, Well, I mean, imagine, like, you're on the ballot, and then it's then Jeter makes that ballot. <laughs> and yeah, then they're that like, sucked so like, bad. Fuck, all right, they, Jeter gets it. Then <laughs> all of a sudden, boom, like, all of a sudden, it's like... You know, you know, know how I don't fucked know. Up. You know more baseball players than me, but then it's like somebody. Yo, like, but those ten Mariano years. Rivera, you're like, oh, fuck. Th- those ten yeah, years true. must suck so bad. I know. Every year, every, it's like, you're in second. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> then you find out who else is in there. Fuck. Yeah. Vla- like Vladimir Guerrero. Oh, <sighs> oh wait, Ken Griffey Jr. Forget it. Like, yeah. there's actually one person that thought I think both of them shouldn't have been. I think no. If I'm not mistaken, Derek Jeter got one vote for no. And I think Ken Griffey got uh, all. I think everybody voted unanimous to get Ken Griffey in. But some one yeah. person said no to Derek Jeter. Yeah, and it's probably some from Boston, I think. Yeah, I think that was it. Some shit like that. And he said, what did he say during the, uh, he said during his speech, he's like, and to that one guy who didn't vote for me, how you doing, or something like that. You know what I mean? He's like, must have pissed him off real good. He must be a Boston fan. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, nobody made it. Mark McGuire's not in. Sosa's no. not in. Barry yeah. Bonds is not in. They all used. How about Roger? No, I don't think so. Nope. No Roger. What about Conseco? Oh, hell no. Nope. No. He was the only eligible player. Wait, whoa. Well, he did make it. He was the only eligible player selected into the Hall of Fame this year. Get the fuck out of here. No way. <laughs> no way. Nah, that's clickbait, dude. There's no way that guy got into the fucking Hall of Fame. David Ortiz. David Ortiz got into the Hall of Fame in January. Yeah, he, did, he doesn't deserve it. He was a juicer, too. He was the only eligible player selected in the Hall of Fame this year. Oh, it's, wait, it's fucking... Oh, Jose Canseco reacts to the country. Nah, it was clickbait. I was about to say, I knew it. Who <laughs> was popped for PEDs. Thank you. That's what I'm saying, dude. Uh-oh. Motherfucker swept that to the side because he's Big Bappy. That's Big Bappy. I do this for Boston. The fuck out of here. You were juicing, dog. See you. See you, ladies. Yo, I just realized the go right into our next segment for basketball because game five has started. Yeah, I was watching that. Crazy. Warriors come out and play. Tell me when to go. Tell, Tell me when, when to go. go. <laughs> Yo, the Bay is uh, 
the Bay's putting on, man. Holy Look, smokes. Look right on the front page of ESPN. We got Draymond Green throwing the basketball through the hoop. What's that dude doing? Slamming it in. Yeah. For two points. That well, is that his only two points of the game? Oh, I don't know. Well, he tied his record high for the, the series. So, and right there. So for he's sure. He's probably doing better this year, this game. Yo, Boston said they're confident. <coughs> Excuse me. Boston said they're confident going into game five. And they feel like they're in a great spot. Okay. So, props to them for being confident. Absolutely. Whoa, whoa. Draymond's got five, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Clay Thompson, five. Wiggins, seven. And I said it from day one, and I'm going to say it again for this game. Andrew Wiggins is going to be a key factor in, t- in tonight's game. Yeah. He's going to be a key factor in the series. His defense the last game was crazy. Like, I thought his defense, the, the way he played defensively was fantastic. He didn't get a lot of credit for it. I know we didn't even give him a lot of credit for it. We were talking about the points, but needless to say, the Warriors are definitely on the big 2015 vibe. So the score right now, with about nine minutes going into the second, or nine minutes left in the second, they're up by 12, 32, 20. Golden State's up. So... I mean, let's be real. If the Celtics were to win this game, who's going to be the key? Who's the key factor in this game for them winning? If they do win, Boston. Jason Tatum. Yeah. Maybe Jalen Brown. I, I'm with you on Tatum. I think Tatum needs to drop like a 30-piece tonight. I think he really needs to step up. Don't get me wrong. Marcus Smart, too. Yeah, actually. absolutely. Like I said, my two biggest game changers for each team, one each. I said Andrew Wiggins for the Warriors, and I said Marcus Smart for the Celtics. So I I wanted to, while we're looking at this right now, I wanted to read off a pretty crazy stat about uh, last game and Klay Thompson. So last game... Uh, they Splash Brothers, we all know who that is. 18 points on 7 for 17 shooting in Game 4. Klay Thompson's 35.8% shooting is the lowest for any NBA Finals he's played in, and that's 34.2% and 34.2% from the three-point range, down from 58.5 on threes in the 2019 Finals. So in the 2019 finals, he was shooting 58.5% from the three-point line. That's kind of absurd to think that he's going to do the same thing because that's that's crazy, 58% at the three. Yeah. Is that about this game? This was uh, last game. Yeah. Last game. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. He was four for ten from three-point range. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think we covered that last week. I think we... Or the last episode where we said it's it's now time for Draymond and Clay to step up. Yeah, that's the only way they're going to win this. Yeah. Jordan step up. Jordan Poole's killing killed it off the bench. He had fourteen. So I mean, last game was good, man. Last game was a good look for the uh, for the Warriors. Even though Steph had to do everything, basically. Yeah, carried that team on his back. Yeah, they all got to step it up. Let me ask you this. Warriors win that game tonight. They win the game tonight. 
they going up to Boston and, and closing it out? No. I don't think so. You think Boston's got one more in them? Or it's going seven? It's going seven. I think Golden State still got it. But I think it's going going seven. For sure. So I was reading. The reason why I ask you that. Because I believe that if Golden State wins tonight. I think they can go into Boston and win. Yeah. I think so. Um, I think we're going to see game six clay. Um, I think we're going to see Andrew Wiggins ball out. But on the other side of the ball, I think the Celtics are going to put up a really good fight. I see Jalen Brown coming out of his shell and dropping like 30-piece, if not tonight, the next game. But I still see <clears throat> I, st- I still say if the Warriors win tonight, they win, they win that game in Boston. If Boston wins tonight, you think Golden State's taking it next game? I mean, if Boston wins in Golden State tonight, that's going to be nuts. Like, talk about having a fucking upper hand. You're you're riding high off a win in Golden State to go home and play to with an opportunity to fucking win the championship at home. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I hope <laughs> I hope mean? if Golden State wins Excuse today, me. I hope they would win the next game. But I don't see it. I would hope, like I, yeah. I want that to happen, but I, I don't know. It's too hard for me to see that because playing at the Garden over there, man, it's tough. It's a tough place Real to play. Real tough. And they let all that trash talking from the fans get to them. Little, yes, that's the problem. Yeah. You already showed them a little bit of weakness. <laughs> yeah, for real. Fucked up. Yeah. Steph is going to do whatever he can to close that game out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I look at it. Game six, Steph's going to do whatever he can to close it out. If they win tonight. We'll see. we got a lot of basketball game left. 32-24, eight minutes left in the second. But we'll see. We'll definitely keep you posted on that. But I wanted to add one more thing really quickly about the MVP. So I saw, I, sh- I shared it in the uh, in the group chat. Yeah. And it was ESPN's official finals MVP, official finals MVP ladder going into this game. Number one, Jalen Brown. Number two, Steph Curry. Number three, Jason Tatum. Number four, Clay Thompson. And then number five, Marcus Smart. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I think they need to switch one and two. I think Steph's performance in this final so far has been one of his best. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm, I like Jalen Brown. and That hurts me to say that because he plays for Boston, but I yeah. do like Jalen Brown a lot as a, ball, as a ball player. He's good. He's coming into his own. He's a good number two to Jason Tatum being number one. Uh-huh. They have a lot of experience together. They didn't get here for no reason. Um, but I think Steph Curry is just, if they win, this is the year he gets the MVP championship and that's what he wants. I know he says he's like, whatever about it. Like, Oh, if I win MVP, I win MVP. He wants it. No. Yeah. Especially everybody talking trash now. Everybody's saying like, yo, if he wins, he automatically gets a spot on the Mount Rushmore. If he wins, when it wins this finals and wins the MVP, he automatically gets a spot on Mount Rushmore basketball. 
And yeah, I think he's got years left too. So that's what makes it even scarier. If you're yeah. saying that after this one, they still got some years left. You don't hear they got a young squad around them. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And like we said, like we said last episode, maybe this is after this win or lose. Maybe they do trade Draymond and Clay. Really start over. Have Jordan Poole out there. Go out and get a true power forward. I know what you said last week. I'm not going to repeat it. It broke my heart to hear his name be involved. Oh, hey. Yeah. That would be nice. I read something today. They were, uh, Atlanta Hawks inquired about doing a sign-in trade. Uh, but then I heard Rudy Gobert has also been in talks with the Atlanta Hawks. So We'll see. We're going to be talking a lot about NBA free agency coming up, too, because the talks are going crazy already. So... That sounds pretty sick. Yeah. Definitely, man. So we'll definitely keep you posted on the NBA Finals. <clears throat> like I said, probably one of the better ones we've seen in a while. So, yeah. yeah. This this next topic is not so much on a uh, on a brighter note. Unfortunately. The blue shirts, man. The Damn. Rangers. They broke my heart. <clears throat> they, uh, you know, I'm sure by now you guys all know this. I'm sorry to add insult to injury, Ranger fans. You can't, you got to, hey, listen, got to hang your head high, though. You can't hang, you can't put your head down on this. They had a hell of a run. They had a hell of a season. Fucking sucks. It sucks, man. But, I, you <laughs> know, remember the, the Tampa Bay Lightning are not the two-time defending champions for no reason. Yeah, you know? That's true. You know, we went. They got in hot. They went. They went up two zero, and then they lose four in a row to the Lightning. But the bright side to that <clears throat> is that the Lightning are going up against the Colorado Avalanche, uh-huh. and that series starts on Wednesday. All right, eight p.m. in Colorado. And I think I could speak for Mikey on this one, but I'm definitely going. I want the Avalanche to win. I would love I'm going to see with the Avalanche. Yeah, I would love to see the Avalanche. Sweet Mikey, nah. <laughs> Mikey, here it is. You heard it, boys and girls. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it. Avalanche. Sweep, Mikey. Renzo, what are you thinking? Avalanche in five. I think I'm gonna go. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Avalanche. Not to just to be different, but I think Avalanche in six. I gotta give the defending champions at least two games. Yeah, they they're not the they're not the two time defending champions for no reason. That's the way I look at it. Mike Mikey's shaking his head in disgust. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that hit us up on sweep. Yeah. I want to uh, <laughs> tell you, everybody, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you're thinking. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup Finals? Yeah, definitely let us know. Let us know. We'll put a poll up. I would love to see what your <clears throat> answers are. But yeah, see, game one wins. See those game, you see those asterisks on game five, six, and seven. <laughs> you know why, dude? Oh, <laughs> that's why. Let me fix it. <laughs> Just show game one before. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed it. 
It gone. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens Wednesday. That's game one. That's all I really wanted to say about the hockey. I just wanted to shout out Rangers fans, the Rangers themselves. Dude, they've got, I think, a lot of good years coming up now, yeah. coming up ahead of them, and it's going to be fun. They know what they got to root for the Rangers. Yeah. Cracking ring. I'll be honest. I think I'm going to start paying attention a lot more yeah, to hockey. we got to do it. we got to yeah. head out to some Ranger games Definitely. and have some fun. Do they have Ranger dogs? They call them Ranger Dogs. What? Like a hot dogs at the uh, Ranger games. You know, like at the Dodger games, they call them Dodger Dogs. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I follow you. And the Yankees, they call them fucking shit dogs. <laughs> shit dogs. <laughs> What's the difference no, between a Yankee Stadium hot dog and a Boston Red Sox hot dog? What? Majority of the time, you can get a Yankee Stadium dog in October. Nice. That's such a Yankee joke. Yeah, big time. <laughs> big time. Big time. Sorry, that was my dad joke uh, for the Red Sox because, you know, wouldn't be a show Sox if stink. I... <laughs> exactly. The Red Sox stink. It wouldn't be a show if I didn't talk shit about the Red Sox. Yeah, so, okay. Mikey, Avalanche sweep. Yes. Renzo, Avalanche in five. I got the Avalanche in six. We'll keep you posted about that. The one thing I'm excited to talk about, because it's one of my favorite parts of the show, to be honest with you, Mikey's UFC Corner. We got some UFC 275 updates. Craziness. What move was that? The ghost took. You don't see it coming. I saw it coming a mile away. No, you asked me where, what it was after, not before. So you saw it. You oh, see it. shit, you're right. You didn't see it because he actually threw it twice. You saw it once. <laughs> had a shot. It was a shadow clone, huh? So, UFC. Uh, Prashushka versus Teixeira. <laughs> Tough to say three times fast. Prashushka versus Teixeira. Had to watch it. Had to support our, our guy Teixeira from Connecticut, but I did think to go with the knockout from Yuri. But yeah, what a surprise! Crazy, what a crazy war! But let's go with uh, start off with the Whaley Young J check fight. Mm. You guys, because now because I wanted to be informed for you guys this week. Did you guys watch it though? Did you guys get to catch it? I got the chance to watch the highlights. I didn't get to see the full fights. The fight, that fight was great. Actually, I could, well, we don't have to watch it, but, because we could watch it, but uh, that fight was great. Iwana came in there. Like, I, like, I, like, well, if you saw it, uh, she lost by spinning back fist. And I always hate, I hate, not I don't hate spinning back fist, <laughs> but it always seems like, it always comes out of nowhere, and it's always a shock knockout. It's never like you're like you threw a dope combo or you slid a right in or you both swung, you connect. It's not one of those. It's like you have your back turned and you're like, all right, I have to turn, I have to face you. So you just swing your fist as hard as you can. I mean, it is some skill to it. And you know, you probably you do practice it to get accurate at it. But it's like you want to, they're fighting. She, Yoeli turned. Yoana went to rush her back, and Yoeli just turns around, hits her with a back fist, and Yoana just is in running motion, gets caught, 
boom, face plant right to the fucking mat. That's it. Crazy. Insane. And then retired after. And then fucking retired after that. That's what happens. You got to retire after that. Call the quits. 20 years in the game. Yep. That's it? Yeah. She she's, she's 35 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Crazy. Fighting for 20 years. So when she was 15, she started, uh, I guess, like fight, even fighting. I don't know if she was professional at 15, but her amateur career, I think, started at 15. That's kind of amateur. I'm fighting 32 years. Fight for your life. <laughs> obesity. I'm fighting obesity every year. <laughs> Day of my life. You've been winning every year, so you're undefeated. I guess. Fat. Not really. <laughs> you're not defeated yet. Yeah, I look at it as I'm winning, so we're good, Renzo. We're both winning. We're undefeated. Well, I got knocked down twice and got back up. So I, I guess I get down. Yeah, I get up again. again. Get down. You're gonna keep me down. I get up. Ah, that's good. <laughs> good times. You didn't have to laugh at it. Oh, oh, what? You didn't hear. When I said that. <laughs> You're fighting. Really. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, sorry, sorry. That's bad for you. Uh, who else fought? <laughs> who else fought? Uh, what's her name? Shevchenko, right? Oh, yeah. Valentina Shevchenko versus Talia Santos. I'm a, I've, I, I should remember her name because she won the fight. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Let's see. Damn. Talia Santos versus Valentina Shevchenko. It's very arguably that she won the first three rounds. And then uh, I, I think I remember if it, was a th- end of, if it was the third round or the fourth round. Where they're both going into each other, throwing throwing punches, and they collide heads into each other. Mm-hmm. But Talia catches her cheekbone on the back end of Valentina Chepchenko's head. So immediately, her whole entire right side of her face turned black and blue and swelled up. And that was, and then she fought like that for the fourth and fifth inning, fourth and fifth inning, <laughs> fourth and fifth round. Damn. Yeah, and That's crazy. the crazy thing about UFC is only championship fights are five rounds. So the only time you ever fight in a fourth or fifth round is if it's a championship fight. So for her, that's her first fourth round ever. And Valentina Shevchenko, I don't know how I can't remember how many times she's uh, been defending the belt. But every single fight she's fought in the last however many fights since she's won, they've all been five-round fights. So every fight she fights is a five-round fight. For her, Talia Santos, is every fight she fights is three rounds. So and kind of like in her game, she would have won that fight easy. But here comes the fourth round. And Valentina Shevchenko is just as solid as the first, second, third round. Then the fifth round comes. Valentina Shevchenko is just as solid. Yeah. And she fucking fucks her up a little bit, throws her, takes her down, does what she has to do to then seem like to win the fight because she did it in the fourth and fifth round. That's fucked up, though. I mean, I'm... I'm but let's see if we could see some... Uh, let's see if we got... Do you, do you, would you go by these as as real stats? Think? I think they are, but I'm, I'm not as well-versed in this. So, total strikes. I mean, it's on ESPN, so... <clears throat> I would think it's or I think it's powered by ESPN on Google, but I think it's pretty accurate. So I mean so basically what 
So the stats are super close. 75% on total strikes to 71%. 55% on significant strikes to 53%. And then the takedowns, three for three. And then Valentina, I think, got two in the last one, I think, because she knew. I think if she could tie the takedowns, that she could win. Like, she knew she'd be able to win those rounds with takedowns. Yeah. And I think she did get one in the first three, but I can't remember when she got her takedowns. But And her head, and maybe, I mean, the only problem is the one guy scored Valentina 3-2, and then Talia got 3-2, and the other one scored Valentina 4-1. So like that, that's what screws everybody up. But maybe I gotta watch the fight back. Yeah, I think I wanna watch the fight. I'm gonna rewatch that fight, but um, I'm gonna rewatch it. And Friday we'll do a better breakdown because I did rewatch the Glover fight just to make sure, on you know something. But but Valentina, I mean, way, I, she came out the least damaged in the fight. Uh, okay. But in the first three rounds, I think she lost the first three rounds. Arguably because she was controlled most of the three rounds. And it's arguably she could have lost those. But then fourth and fifth round, the headbutt wasn't a headbutt. They hit heads. There's nothing you could do about that. And then because of that, Talia kind of lost her right eye a little bit. And then she got fucked up. And then Valentina at the end of the fight looked good. Talia looked fucked up. I mean, kind of hard. but And she's the champ. And I guess I think she did she did just enough to win. But I'll rewatch it and, you know. Hopefully there's a rematch. She trains her endurance. Because I was just watching it for fun, getting fucked up. But next, this time I'll rewatch it and see. Nah, but I mean, but if it was that close, I think that, you know, they have to give her a second shot. Rematch? Yeah, That'd be dope. To. I like <clears throat> that. I would like that. I feel like especially because it went to a decision. Yes. And then the... Controversial... Decision. Yeah. A lot of people will, will want to argue that Talia won. I think only. I think it has a lot to do with that third judge, though. If the third judge said three two, then people are like, "Damn, that was close." But the third judge said four one, and then you're like, "Wait, whoa, whoa, what are you looking at?" That's crazy. Now you're like, "No, no, Talia won that fight." I think it might have something to do with it, but I don't know. Uh, the Glover Teixeira versus Yuri Prajashka. I, uh, he's the first Czech Republic champ, if you didn't know. He won. And uh, I watched it a second time because I was, again, like I said before, I wanted. I, I thought Glover was winning the fight. I watched it the second time, and Glover Teixeira was definitely winning the fight up until the fifth round. So now, it was, Didn't he knock him out at one point? Yeah, it looked like it, but the way he... It looks like the way his fighting style is, like we were making... Not making fun of it, but we were calling it... He has like a drunken master style, if you notice it. Dude, I swear, this guy, Yuri, he looks like he's straight out of an anime. The way he bounces around the ring, he has weird movements, like unorthodox movements. He jumps from southpaw to orthodox, like back and forth, back and forth. And he has that, that fucking hair. And it keeps whipping around. It's so crazy. And they'll throw flying knees out of nowhere. Like a couple of times he threw a flying, he was beating up Glover, threw a flying knee and put himself on his ass because he, he lost his footing. Because he just threw a flying knee out of nowhere and lost his own footing. Sheesh. But like, dude, Glover had him fucked up on the ground, mount, then mounted him. It looked like it looked like this dude didn't know what he was doing on the ground, but 
he definitely did because a lot there's a he got up and out of every time he was on the ground, but it just looked weird when he was doing everything. He had this one reverse where he sticks his arm out. He's getting like I think I forgot exactly the choke called, but it's like some kind of triangle arm choke. It's like an arm triangle, but it's like so you're choking the neck, but with the arm also in the choke. Yeah, yeah. right. And he's squeezing the dude, and I swear. His arm goes limp like this, and the and then the ref is like yelling, "Are you good? Are you good?" All of a sudden, his other arm comes up like this, thumbs up, and you're like, "What the fuck?" He reaches over, grabs his arm, and then pulls on it and does like this weird break dance move where his feet come up, does like a little backflip, gets out of the fucking choke, and then on top of Glover, and then starts fucking ground and pounding him. It's cr- it was crazy. And then he got him into what submission? No, he didn't get him. That was just, like, in the middle of the fight. And then, like, every round would start, and Glover would just start piecing him up, boom, boom. But then he would start, the dude was good. So piecing him up, piecing him up, boom, boom. It would go to the ground, Glover would start fucking him up, fucking him up. Last minute of the round, the dude would pop up, get up somehow, and start fucking Glover up. And you're like, what the fuck? It was like an anime to me because, like, it seemed like, he was when he would get beat up, he kept like shaking his head, like, Oh, okay. Like talking to him, he kept talking to him, like it kind of felt like you're saying, like, Oh, damn, go ahead. Like he's getting beat up, beaten up, beaten up. And then every at the last minute, he'd be like, All right, now my turn. And he would just go wild, bah, 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 and they start fucking Glover up. And then you're like, Oh, shit. Some one piece type shit. It was shit, some man. crazy shit. And he would do that every round almost. And then he was getting beat up, beat up, almost choked out. Then all of a sudden, Okay, you ready? Reverse, bloop, bloop, get on top of Glover, start grounding, boom, boom, boom. He was mounted three times in the fight and then got up out of it three times. And Glover is a, a genius jujitsu guy. Like, and he almost had him mad times on the ground. Like, he had him. His, the way he got into mounts were so nice. Like, the way he like got him into mounts, it was beautiful. This dude kept getting out. And then the last minute, then the, then the last round, I think it was the last round it happened. Glover Teixeira rocks him with a hard... You heard that? That was crazy. Yeah, that sounded nuts. That was me? No. There. That's not me. No, it wasn't. Uh, Glover rocks him with a right, yeah, I think a hard right hand, dude. I swear it looked like he was knocked out standing up. Glover. I saw that. Right? But I think, dude, there was a couple times in the fight where he would get hit and he would kind of like wobble. Like he, like the way he was walking was wobbly sometimes. It kept reminding me of like, you know Rock Lee? Doing drunken master, drunken fist. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Like he would be wobbly and then uh attack. Wobbly knee. Wobbly. Like jump jump. Wobbly. It was weird. And then he but he's fucking huge too. So it's like And then he gets rocked. Glover rushes him. Tries to put him in the guillotine. Pops out of the guillotine. They scramble on the floor. All of a sudden the dude gets his back. I think this is the same part, right? I think it's the same round. If not, mistaken, yeah, last round, I might yeah. be putting them together, but this is how that fight ends. Yeah, it's the last round. Fucking scr- scrambles. All of a sudden, Glover somehow, he takes Glover's back and swoops, slips the shit right under his chin, and he fucking squeezes for all hell. You could see his eyes close, and like he's just, and Glover just, but the dude was super respectful the whole fight, I noticed. You see when the fifth round started, they both like, like, put their heads together. Yeah. They're like, damn, where this is a war. This is crazy. And then uh, every time Glover 
would do something or hit like he would like always like be like oh like give him praise and then at the end when he did choke him i noticed that when he choked as soon as he felt glover tap and he looked he saw the ref coming he let him go before the ref had to break him up where usually dudes will hold it the dude be tapping and he'll see the ref and the ref will push him off and then they'll let go you know what I mean? Where this dude saw the ref, and before the ref even could get there, he let go and w- got up and walked away. But like respectfully, not like yeah. no, I'm just still- fucking. But he like didn't want to hold it any any longer than he had to. But he ended up beating him by rear naked choke in 30 seconds left in the fifth round. Damn, we gotta. I'm gonna start following this guy a lot more. And he, heavyweight third UFC fight. In, yeah, in his career. Yeah. So. That was crazy, and no one expected him to get a fucking submission. No. He's like all knockouts, you knockouts, all that. knockouts, all knockouts. But he could not Glover out. Glover's, dude, he got hit with a knee in the face, and Glover kept fighting. The only thing that Glover that said that Glover said that stopped him, and I think it might have been the fourth round, I don't know, what, I think the fourth round maybe, he got hit with a series of body shots throughout one round, like hard body shots. And he said that those were, those took his gas tank away, Ugh. and that's kind of like what why he he couldn't defend himself at the end of the fifth round. The body shots just did it to dude, him. Dude, some of them I feel them right now. That's so, some of them were like straight lefts, and you just heard smack. Like it literally was like like a, a full hand palm smack. It sounded like <laughs> just a straight to the gut. Bow, and you're just like oh, and then a couple of those. Ugh. But new champion Yuri from like Czech, it. first Czech Republic champion, first Czech Republic two hundred five champ. I don't know. I think it might be the first Czech in, uh, champion UFC. So, oh, nice! I didn't know that. But he's a big dude, six four, eighty inch reach. Wow! Fights at two hundred five. Now the champ at two hundred five. That's he's a big boy, dude. And now if Izzy's thinking about coming, oh, so he he. Is cool, like not cool, but he respects Jan Lahovich, and Jan is uh trying to get that belt back. Jan is the guy who beat up Izzy when Izzy tried to move up to two hundred five. Yeah, and now so now blonde, blonde. Now Jan, is it Jan Blahovich? He he wants to fight Yuri, I think, to get that belt back. Or he, boys, I'm not sure if he's boys, but when he left, when he got off the ring. Or that when he got yeah, you call it the ring, right? The cage when he left the cage, he saw uh Blahovich in the in the stands and they like exchanged some words. And then you see him go like this to him. He blew him a kiss, but it didn't seem it seemed like he was saying like he didn't get enough time to say it and he was trying to say like, dude, you're dope you're I like I look up to you fighting in UFC. But he they're either weird European. He blew him a kiss. But some people might think like he was saying like I'll see you in the ring, bloom a kiss like f- like I'll fuck you up kind of thing. Definitely, that's probably what it is. But I think they see it seems friendly, and he kind of was just like trying to give him his respects. But it was everyone screaming like, ah! and he was like walking away, and he kind of was just like respect, because mm. like he's it's just funny. dude. He's an anime character. That's fucking funny. And then when he walks down, when he leaves the fight. To go through the tunnel, he does this fucking like war scream, dude. Like, and it looks like a he looks like a real gladiator because he oh, so Glover when he had him on full mount, 
He put an elbow right across his fucking forehead and split his eyebrow. It looked like he had uh, a, a second red eyebrow. That Sheesh. like that's literally what it looked like. The one the the cut guy had a full Q tip inside of it. <sighs> it was fucking oh, that sounds nuts. Cool, dude. And then uh, but then he ended up winning. And then uh, but he's walking down. We actually we should probably we could watch that because it's fucking so sick. Fucking uh, we can maybe end it on that. Uh, what the hell? Where's the ESPN post? Sheesh. Because the way fucking, uh, do you see it? Nope. No, MMA up top. Oh, there it is. Yeah. They should still have it, right? Where was it? They don't have it. What the fuck? How come they don't have it? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they don't have the, the fucking the video for it. Like, what the fuck? They should have it. Is it psych? I did, right? You saw that, right? Yeah, definitely. Let's try it again. The blood's going off for you right now. Jeez. Oof. Oof, 275. Oof. Oof, fast. Izzy, what's Vlad doing for me? I just got you a homer. What? What the fuck? Vladdy Jr.? Oh, it keeps, it keeps correcting it. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's just the worst, dude. Should be good. Jesus <laughs> Christ! All right, my bad. If you're still listening, I love you guys, but it's fucking. <laughs> it won't let me. It won't so let me fight. Watch the fucking fight. Ridiculous. Oh. Is that it? That's the countdown. Nah, they don't got it up for some reason. Oh, here it is. I found it, folks. I see the end. Do you want to see the end, the choke out? Yeah, sure. Oh, shoot. What's playing? I don't know, man. Boston fucking ESPN ads. And that's a big right hug right on the ear. Prohaska shakes it off as if to say, didn't do too much. Ooh. The chin on Yuri Prohaska is ridiculous. Robert Teixeira has folded people and put them to sleep with yeah. his shots. Clover with a takedown. He was trying to hit a switch. 
We got Glover Teixeira trying to. I think he's trying to hold him down so yeah. he can win the round, win the fight. He knows he's up. Boom. Full mount. Full mount by Glover Teixeira. If he could. Look, that's what I was talking about before, where he was like giving praise to Glover. Oh shit, look why he's about to flip off the cage. This is crazy. Like he's like an anime guy. He's like, are you ready? It's about to be a minute left. Here we go. You flip out. Let me get your back. It's crazy. Just pushed off the fence, flipped off backwards to get out of the fucking mount. Wisely rolls for a leg now. See, now he's trying to get him in the crucifix. Dude, it's like he, he doesn't know what he's doing, but yeah, he's got Glover's to share right now, almost in the crucifix, like, position. Well, here it is. And then Glover gave him his back to get out of the crucifix, and oh, slipped it in. Rear naked choke. Maybe because Glover didn't know what the fuck he was doing on top, really. That's Go it. back again a little bit. Go back a little bit. So, boom. See, look, boom, right there he gets side control. He's yeah. pushing over. Now he's moving up, trying to get the cruise. Glover's chair knows all this. That's how he reverses it. Right here, he reverses out of it easy. Then Glover, boom, spins out of it. But then doesn't know. I don't. How does he just give your neck up like that? I think he's too tired. Yeah. He was too tired to defend it. He couldn't like. Yeah, he was definitely shot. That guy's pumped. Yeah. He had money. Yeah, for real. See that cut? Yeah, that shit looks bad, dude. That's not his eyebrow. His eyebrow is below it. Yeah, that's it. Look. Uh, nice. That was a hurt. No. That probably hurt so bad, dude. Not right now. Yeah, I think it still does, dude. I was thinking about that. I think, like, you know, like, how you, your knee hurts sometimes? And you just keep walking because you got to. And it just hurts a little bit. You're like, fuck, I'm going to just keep walking. Probably has a really bad headache right now. I, yeah, I think <laughs> Yeah, I think they're just fighting through the pain. Because you're like, yeah, my fucking eye stinging. But he's like hyped. He's like, oh, my damn, that fucking stings. And he's just like, you know, but he's just stung, But he's hyped. Because to not feel that gash. I mean, maybe you don't feel it. But when you sit down and relax, then you feel all of it. But Definitely. Now let me get to that ending. I want to see where, there, where. Oh, you know, Glover doesn't retire. Sorry, spoiler. What's next, Glover? You're 42 years old. You're the UFC champion. You just lost your championship belt. What's next for Glover to share? I don't know, Dwight. Look, it's slappy. It's 42 out there. No, you look good, man. You look good. Look, you got more in you. Then I'm gonna keep going. 
My man, that was a tremendous fight. Congratulations. Look, he's such a big fight. dude. Ladies and gentlemen, he might fight at 205, but he's like 6'3. Like, probably what, 230 ish, 240, walking around. Just like a big, strong, like, might be old, but. Oh, yeah, there it is. Watch. About to see this dude. That was blonde, right? Look, that's it. All right, what do you think about it? So he was 28 seconds away. Like you see it right here. Yeah, it look too bad. Was up He's like, I'm coming for you. Be he ready, buddy. One, two, and four. That's what he, he said. He's like, I'm coming for you. Be ready, bud. Love you, dude. Congrats. But I'm coming for you. And he was just like, What do you think this dude says right here? Watch this. Out of all the fans. Bro, I fucking love you, dude. <laughs> said something in like, uh, what do you say? He saw Chechi? Czech, yeah. Czech? Czech, they yeah. Probably, Czech Republic. He probably heard him speaking like his, like, yeah. Yeah. Native language. Like, right, right. Yeah. Like, so that, that's the best part. I wish Bisbing would just be quiet for a second. As a real gladiator right there, dude. The style of people. The way that he's beaten them since he came to the UFC. Crazy. That's crazy. He could probably, he might be able to take a line. What do you think, Renzi? You think you could take him? Easy, probably, right? You could grab his hair, whip him around. He'll probably go like three, four rounds. Sweep, you can sweep every round? Yeah. <laughs> he's done after the third round or fourth round, but it's not going five. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it, dude. Put Renzo up against any fucking wild animal or any 205er in the world. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, dudes. You don't even understand. And on that note. On that note, I just wanted to shout out one last thing. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, just real quick. If you're a wrestling fan, June 26th, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling are doing their pay-per-view, The Forbidden Door. You're going to see a lot of New Japan wrestlers coming into the States and wrestling these dudes in AEW. A lot of storylines that are uh, returning because these dudes all fought. A lot of AEW stars did fight in Japan, so it's all like a full circle. So that's the 26th. It's a Sunday. It's in Chicago. We'll talk maybe a little bit more about that on Friday's episode because it's that Sunday. But I just wanted to mention it to wrestling fans. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, this is a huge deal uh, mm -hmm. for both for a lot of the wrestlers in Japan to come wrestle in the states. So we'll get into that a little bit further because they're definitely going to be announcing the, the final matches and like what are the big names, what are the big battles. I'm just going to mention I'm a big fan of the Bullet Club. We'll get into them. Shout out to my boy the Switchblade Jay White. He just won the. I, he just won their, like, heavyweight championship. So he's coming to the States hot and heavy. So definitely looking forward to that. But, yeah, just wanted to shout that out. But I think that's, that's the night right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got plugs, Renzo? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Renzo P underscore 203. Shout out to Shedcast, Sports Smarts, yeah. Shed Network, everybody. Catch us. Oh, yeah. That's right. You can find me, Mike Nice CT, all platforms. 
Find me and Sid Floyd on all the streaming platforms. Go stream our music. Obviously, Sports Schmorch, Shed Network. New things always coming out. Check us out. Always dropping good content, good quality content. Absolutely. And you can find me at Gordo Antonio on Instagram, at Gordo Antonio on E, on, excuse me, at Gordo Antonio ES on Twitter, Sports Schmorch on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify. If you want to catch up on some older episodes, you can check us out over on the SoundCloud page. Uh, we'll have some more content posted for you guys, but we appreciate you listening. Hit us up on IG. Let us know what you think. Got some questions that I want y'all to answer. So on that note, stay blessed. Have a good evening. Let's go, Warriors. Have a good night, fellas. Good night.